0: This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our
1: world. This is How We See It. I'm Deacon Mike Sweeney, and our guests are John and Stacy Martinez. Now, John and Stacy, I just the other day was reading the Gospel from Matthew that talks about Peter stepping out of the boat and walking on the water. You kind of had an experience like that where you let go and let God... Talk about your beginning work in the fashion industry and how you transitioned into something completely different.
0: Yeah, that's actually a long story, but we'll try to just give you some bits and pieces. (laughs) It's been a long journey, and we're still journeying, but both John and I started out working in New York City in the fashion industry, and that's actually where we met. I had started a new job and a new company And then John started a week later at the same company. We had both been in the fashion industry at different jobs before that, but they ended up at the same company. And then a week later, that's when we started dating, and we've been together ever since. (laughs) God really brought us together in the fashion industry. Once we started dating, we both realized we were Catholic, and it's kind of unusual in that field. There are some Catholics, but, you know, nobody really talks about their faith or whatever, but the Lord definitely knew what he was doing when he brought us together. The first thing we did together actually was stop by a church, and I wanted to light a candle for my mom because she was ill at the time, and I guess that's when we both realized that we were Catholic. Because, unfortunately, at the time, it wasn't a priority for either of us. I mean, we were kind of going through the motions as far as our faith and not really understanding why we were Catholic. It was from our parents, really, that encouraged us to put our kids into Catholic school, and eventually when we had them, again, we were just kind of going through the motions. Like, we have got married in the Catholic Church, praise God, and then once we baptized our kids, but we were just doing it because that's what we know that Catholics do, but not until later on in our marriage. We both experienced a major conversion, and then that's when things started to change as far as us recognizing our faith and really fully practicing it.
1: So at this point, you were still working in the fashion industry in New York City? Yes. John, can you tell us about what happened that got you talking about leaving that industry and starting your own business?
2: We didn't leave the industry in the beginning. We actually started our own business within the industry. But God had a plan, especially for me, had to do a two-by-four spiritual beating to get my attention.
1: What was that, like a spiritual beating
2: Yeah, it's a fruit of labors. What I used to do when I used to take the train in the morning to go to work, to go to New York City, I did my rosary every day, Monday to Friday in the morning. And then I attend the mass at St. Francis on 32nd, right across from Penn Station. So I used to go to morning mass or noon mass every day, Monday to Friday. And then I will go confession as well, without me realizing God had a plan. I was just actively doing the rosary, going to work and going to mass every day, going to confession, but not realizing the fruits and labors of that. So my major conversion, reversion, was November ninth, 2007 at 7 p.m. in the cry room during a Eucharistic procession by Father Marius and Brother Andrew was playing We Fall Down. That's when I actually had to surrender myself, and my family to the Lord. Prior from that, we were starting having financial difficulties.
0: You know, we were arguing a lot and stress and stuff. It's funny, as John is telling this story, I'm like thinking about it. It's like pretty amazing because we met in 99. We got engaged pretty quickly and we got married then a year later. So we got married in 2000 and then we had our first child in 2001. 2001. He continued to work in New York and I stayed home with the kids, which is something that I had desired, and he was fully on board with that because I wanted to be there for our kids and raise them. But he was working very long hours and commuting, and he would leave in the morning before the kids would get up. By the time he would get home, they would be asleep. So he would just see them mostly on weekends, and he traveled a lot overseas. And one Christmas, he actually had to spend the holidays over in China. And I think that was like the breaking point for us because we were like we don't want this for our family, and he felt like a dad that wasn't really involved. Even though the kids were small, he felt like he wasn't really getting to see them grow up. So, 2005, we were still in the fashion industry, but we started our own business. And then from there, everything was good, and we were both working from home. And you know, I was helping him with that. And then we had this major financial collapse in 2006. A little bit, but 2007 was like major. And then that's when our conversion started happening. And the Lord was using that as part of our conversion, which is all good. So, like, we had good desires to be self-employed because he wanted to be around the family more. He wanted to be more of a family and provide for the family and be with the kids. So it was all good intentions. But we were like, these are things that we wanted to do.
2: We wanted to make
0: money. Yeah, we wanted to make money, and but we wanted him to be around with the kids and stuff. And then I guess everything is, like, leading up to it, it's like, preparing us. Praise God, we both experienced at the same time.
1: It sounds like a really deep story. You went through a storm, but sometimes you have to go through a storm to really find out where the Lord wants you.
2: Yes. So we were homeless and bankrupt by the end of 2007. That's why I had to surrender myself and our family to the Lord, because as a man, father, and a husband, I just didn't have any more answers. And I felt like I was blacklisted in the industry that I've been in it for quite some time and both Stacy and I we couldn't get back on it we didn't understand why and looking back now and how it all came about and how we end up doing the ministry that we had no intention of doing he pretty much started it through us he started this the company through us and really showed us that he's in command
0: he like closed all these doors and then these conversion experiences, we both fell madly in love with Jesus and had a desire to serve him and to glorify him rather than to glorify ourselves. And then slowly, little by little, he started opening new doors and we just kind of started walking through those doors and letting him lead us. And I mean, we're still working on it. It's still a journey of surrender and trust and just trying to follow him and let him lead us. Because now it's 2023. I mean, this happened in 2007. And in 2008 is when we really were like, I think the Lord is really calling us to do something. And that took a while to kind of discern and figure out that we weren't really crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We thought, man, if one of us was going through this, you might think that they're crazy, but we're both feeling like the same thing and having similar experiences. So there's something more to this. We were so in our faith, like we didn't even we didn't know what conversion was, we didn't know what providence was, we didn't know what spiritual direction was, but the Lord opened up all of these avenues to us and really taught us.
1: We're talking with John and Stacy Martinez from Proud Catholic Company. John, you mentioned earlier that you were going to daily mass and regular confession and everything else, and yet you still had that need for total surrender to the Lord. And you even pinpointed the date. I think most people listening, they don't go to daily mass. They may only go to confession once a year, if that. Talk a little more about your conversion. You seemed like a guy that didn't need conversion if you knew daily mass was something that was very fruitful for you.
2: That's the thing. I didn't realize that the fruit of that, what I was doing daily, going to work every day, and didn't realize all that was God was preparing me, like I said. I had a plan. I just, I didn't know about it. (laughs) It was just something that I thought I should do and I felt like I needed to. My mother is one of the key components to my, I guess, how I was brought up. is because my mom always tells me, always pray, always pray, always pray. And my dad, and so that's what I did without even realizing what I was doing.
1: So it was more going through the motions for you?
2: Yes and no. I look back and think about it. I think it's the Holy Spirit really, like, kind of took over. I mean, I didn't need to go to Mass. I didn't need to go to church. At that time, I was inside of me. The Holy Spirit that lives in us was now being active without me realizing it. It's in motion. God had a plan. He was in motion without me realizing what He was planning to do in our life as a family, as father, husband. And a man as a mother, wife, and a woman, it's so mystical in a way, and it's so beautiful because you read in the Scriptures, you don't hope for things that you can see, you hope for things that are unseen. So that's something that without realizing that we were hoping for something that we didn't even realize that we were hoping.
1: The beauty of our faith is we are all baptized with the Holy Spirit, so God is literally in us and we yeah. can't see him and sometimes we can't feel him, but he is at work. You just have to be willing to go where he wants you to go.
2: Yes. I believe it's still to Damascus about the two apostles that were walking, talking, and chit chatting and you know, and Jesus appeared to them and Jesus was talking to them and they didn't even realize that they were talking to Jesus. So it's kinda of like that, you know, I was kinda of going my way and doing the things I do daily routine. Didn't realise that I was building that relationship with Christ through Mary.
1: Stacy, can you tell us a little bit about St. John Paul II as a big deal for your company and the new evangelization?
0: Yes, we felt called to participate in that, that call to new evangelization, to bring the gospel into the world, into the life, and to have people experience it. And it's really a beautiful thing because... God has done such amazing things and so many things that we don't even realize, but we'll get feedback here and there from people who might have seen a shirt. It's the Word of God, and you just put it out there on a t-shirt or just speak it, and it changes people because it's the Word of God, and you just do it and let Him do the work because it's really His grace and His action behind it because it's a living word. We had a car magnet that we first started with. It just said, proud to be Catholic. And there's a guy that we knew at our old parish, and he got one. And he said, I have to tell you the story. I didn't put it on my company car because I'm not allowed to, but I had it on my refrigerator at home. And he said, I had some guy coming in painting and redoing my kitchen. And he goes, I come home from work, and he says to me, dude, I've been staring at that magnet all day while I've been painting, and I think I want to go back to church so it's, wow, it's amazing. It's just something that we felt the Lord calling us to do through our discernment. And we're just trying to be obedient to what the Lord called us to. So it's really just us listening and saying yes and then letting Him just do the
1: work. It's so important for all of us, not just clergy and religious. It's important for all of us to evangelize. And one of the very simple ways you can do that is buy a little magnet, put a little magnet on your car, or wear a t-shirt that has the message.
0: Yes. It doesn't have to be a grandiose thing. It can be a little simple thing, and the Lord can use it and work with it. I think we were at the beach one day and John was wearing one of his shirts. This is a long time ago. And it said, Be not afraid. And we were in a bagel shop and we come outside and we're waiting for like our kids or whatever. And some guy comes out of the bagel shop, like a surfer dude, looking and he walks past John and he's like, Dude, cool shirt. And he's like, I saw that in the shop. And he's like, That's really cool. So, so I just never know like how it's going to touch people or inspire them.
1: You have an interesting business model that you don't only sell your own products, but you actually sell others' products as well.
2: So what we do is we just collab with them, and we do all the work. We print everything for them, and in return, we give back 10%. So they don't spend any money or whatsoever. We put a store for them so people can purchase their household gear through our website. A lot of the times we collab with that, so that way it helps them 'Cause a lot of these places don't have like any religious orders or any organization, ministry, they don't really have a lot of funds. So we spend all the money for them and then in return anybody purchase we give ten percent back and so whatever it's left from the prop that's how we normally make the income from working with different organizations.
1: So everybody wins. The organization wins because they don't have that overhead of making a product. You do that. Mm -hmm. But then you sell the product to whoever wants to purchase it.
2: Yes. And then they don't have to worry about buying inventory. They don't have to worry about starting to get rid of inventory. I know we worked with one school out in Jersey that they had inventory that's been there for five years and they can't get rid of it. And that's how we come in and work with them and say, listen, we don't want you to spend all your budget on something that you're not sure of that you're going to be able to sell all of them. So what we do is we'll provide you the service that you need and you don't have to worry about buying inventory or having to ship them or anything like that. We'll take care of all of that. And in fact, we'll donate 10% back to the school and we'll just do all the work for you.
1: Can you talk about the process of designing a shirt and making a shirt What do you have to do? Do you design everything? Do you go out into the internet? Does somebody else do it for you? And then the actual making of the shirt, who does that?
2: So we actually make everything. So we work with them and ask them if they have an art file that's already ready to print. And if they don't have that, then we re-sketch it or redraw it onto the computer and make it a graphic file that's ready for printing. And if they don't have that, they will ask us to, okay, can you help us design for our organization? This is what we're looking for. Then we go ahead and help them design the artwork for them. And then from there, when it's ready, we print everything ourselves as well. We order the shirts that they need, that they want, and then we prepare the artwork to be printed, and then we print it for them. So everything is in-house, everything, except for the shirts. We don't make the actual shirts, which we're hoping that... Someday we'll be able to be to that point that we can actually produce. A priest, actually, a friend of ours, who actually donated all these commercial machines to actually produce clothing. It's sitting here. We just haven't figured out how to do it because we need a space to actually produce this. But yes, everything is in house, nothing is outsourced except for the shirts that we buy.
1: We're talking with John and Stacey Martinez from Proud Catholic Company. Stacey, can you talk a little bit about how it is to run your own company? And I know you go out and about for different Catholic camps and whatnot. So how many kids do you have now?
0: We have six kids.
1: So how do you run a business and go to these different camps and whatnot, and you have six kids? It must be a lot to juggle.
0: It's a lot of working together. <laughs> Everybody kind of helping and pitching in, And now our... Our kids are older. Our oldest is, the oldest two actually married. And so we have grandkids now. We have three grandkids, actually four, one in heaven. But it's a lot of working together. And we have kids in college too. So it's a lot of communicating with each other and juggling and compromising and working together and trying to get everything done. A little stress here and there, which we try not to let it get to us and try to keep praying and keep focusing and keep remembering that really this is God's work and not ours. And this is something that he called us to, and we have to be mindful and make sure that he wants us to go in which direction. Trying to pray a lot every day to keep ourselves connected with Christ and try to maintain that peace because life gets stressful.
1: Yeah, yeah. family life and life in general can be stressful, so having that, that grounding with prayer is really crucial.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How many years have you been married?
0: 23.
1: <laughs> Very nice. How does somebody that wants to have shirts produced or hats or anything like that, how does somebody learn more about you and your company?
0: Well, they could go on our website at proudcatholiccompany.com and just take a look at our products and look at the collab section and look at the things that we've done for people just to get an idea. And then there's a contact form on our website that they could reach out and send us information, or they could email us at info at proudcatholiccompany.com, or they could call as well.
1: Are you able to do small orders, or is it just for bigger groups, you know, a couple of dozen shirts at least?
0: Yeah, we do small orders as well.
1: Yes, we
2: have no minimum.
0: What takes the most time is the artwork, finalizing artwork, and after that, things move quickly. But that's the one good thing about doing things in house is you have more control over your production.
1: Is there anything that you wanted to cover that we haven't talked about?
2: Just to all you listeners, just like going like that. It's easy to say than
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a once and done thing either. It's a constant journey, a yeah. constant
2: conversion, even
0: every day. I mean, even every like could be every every ten minutes of the day. <laughs>
1: I was talking to a couple not too long ago, their soon-to-be-married couple, and I was telling them how my wife and I have also been married for 23 years, and I am not the same person that I was 23 years ago, and I let them know that I'm not even the same person I was a year ago, so that's really what marriage is. We're getting older, we're trying to know ourselves, and we don't and we're also trying to know our spouse and it really is a never ending work and you have to continue working at it.
0: Mhm. Yeah. And that's something that we recently like with our marriage as well. We felt called to really work on it and improve it and improve our relationship through God.
1: Yeah. You can never stop, never stop working yeah. at it.
0: Yeah. And that's really what right there through Christ, the foundation of everything that we're doing is really through our marriage. Because without us ever meeting and coming together, then none of this would exist. Our kids wouldn't exist. What we're doing wouldn't exist. So it's really important that we, our marriages together and rock solid.
1: The foundation. Yeah. Have you ever thought back to what life would be like if you were still both working in the financial industry in New York City?
0: Yeah, we've talked about that. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing, probably, and probably wouldn't have the number of kids that we have. But... Praise
1: God we had the conversion <laughs> Amen. of
0: that relationship with
1: Jesus now. Our guests have been John and Stacy Martinez from Proud Catholic Company. You can learn more about them and their store at proudcatholiccompany.com. This is How We See It. Thanks for listening to today's program. This presentation
0: and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air, visit MySpiritFM.com slash HowWeSeeIt.